What do you get when you combine journalistic integrity with artistic good taste? It sure as hell wouldn't be this. You're listening to The Fellas. Damn, Ray, you got it coming from the streets. I know, what I is know. that? I told you, that rap music, I don't like that stuff. That's okay. thug music. Gotta keep this shit real, man. It's the thug music for a thug culture. Hey, what up, everybody? Uh, you're listening to The Fellas today, because we love you. We're like, fuck it, we're gonna do some ad hoc. Right now, it is Thanksgiving Day, and most normal people, they're not working. If you're at school, you ain't going to school. If you're at work, you ain't going to work. Uh, you're gonna spend time with your family and whatnot. Unless you're working at the grocery store or the gas station. People who store. work there, they're dead inside long before Thanksgiving comes up. I've worked in a grocery store before. That shit eats you from the inside out. That shit fucking kills your soul. It's called no days off, man. No yeah, days off. They don't they don't count. They're not real people. No, no. What we decide to do, we're going to work on Thanksgiving because you're not working. We want you to spend time with us. Your family. And Thanksgiving's for family. By the way, you probably hear uh kids running around in the background yeah. and a bunch of people speaking. We're actually doing this uh today's podcast on Thanksgiving Day. We're doing this from Ray's house. We actually emptied out uh, like the linen closet. You got a big ass linen closet. It's what? like right under the stairs, and it's like a little a little cubby area in there. And we put a bunch of recording equipment and shit in there and closed the door. I mean, it's Thanksgiving. I'm not gonna do this shit at the studio and drive all the way here. Yeah, yeah there's no Plus, way. The minute I smell that fucking turkey, I'm out. We we may do a hard stop on this review. Speaking of which, your deep frying turkey. Yeah, yeah. You know, this why is it that I finally get a moment? This is this is Ray's life, everybody. This is this is what he goes through every day when he gets home. This is why he's always making podcasts at the studio. Yeah, this man. This is why sometimes I come in the studio and find him sleeping there. It's a sad, sad thing. You, Ray, come on. You can't blame him. There's like fucking 25, 30 fucking people in your house. Yeah, I know, house. I know. It's a whole shitload of people in your house. I, I, man, I just got to tell him. It's like, look, give me five minutes. Don't speak too loud because I, uh, I think Dre is out there. Like, Wait, you guys podcasting? No, I know. Are are you guys in the podcast? No, no, yeah. It's like you're cheating set. on him. <laughs> this isn't a completely impromptu We thing. had to leave Dane out there, you know, unconnected, fending for himself. Too bad he can't eat shit, yeah, fuck him. I like to rub mashed potatoes on his monitor. It's all pissed <laughs> off because he can't see. What the fuck? Get that shit off my screen, man. Yeah, oh, he, he, man. Can't, he can't see shit. You know what? A quick question. Ray, when you think Thanksgiving, what, what comes to mind with you? Turkey, some good mm-hmm. friends, some good family, mm-hmm. and some good movies. Well, see, it's a slight bit different for me because I hate having Thanksgiving with my family. Oh, why? Because there's only two people you can really be free to be angry, vocally angry with in this world. That's family and people you love like family. Yeah. So naturally, Thanksgiving with my family, there's definitely going to be screaming and yelling all over the place, you know, once the liquor starts flowing. Oh. And of course, there'll be more than a couple people who have a chest full of weed. So, you know, that'll be wafting through the air and his wife or girlfriend will scream at him. You know, Why the fuck you come around here smoking that shit? You know, we here with family and it becomes a fucking mess. But there will be at least two straight out fights in the front yard. You know, so I thought what we should do is review a movie that I feel represents Thanksgiving. Today we watched Creed Part 2. The sequel. Right, because two men killing each other or attempting to kill each other, I think properly represents my idea of what Thanksgiving is. That's once a year for me thanksgiving either i can participate in the fight or i can just sit in the corner and watch my family uh rip each other to pieces 
fuck you gonna do Thanksgiving? It's the eighth installment to the Rocky series. God damn, eighth installment. Yes, and still good. It's funny. I haven't seen a single Rocky movie that I didn't like at the time I watched it. And honestly, if I watch it now, I'll probably still like it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah it has that's, that. that's dope. That's legit. Yeah, it has a good meaning. You know, most of these movies have an underlying message that's hidden between all the dialogue and the scenes themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about life struggles. But this one had a really good message. And the guy next to me, you know, is a big black guy. He was like, yo, maybe in his mid twenties. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He was fucking crying. Mm. And I understood why. I understood why. We'll get to that in a second. Let me work our way to that. So real quick, let me throw out the plot real quick. So Creed Two takes our boy Adonis Creed, bastard son of Apollo Creed. Some time has passed from the first one, and he's really risen up the ranks. The first one was just about him being seen as someone who could actually contend, and now he's fucking shooting up the ranks. And it gets to the point where you start the movie watching him win the world. Was it heavyweight? Yeah, the world heavyweight title. He doesn't look like he should be big enough. For no, heavy. he looked like they were trying to push, you know, give him extra meat, sandwiches. I don't know. He looked big, but not big enough. He's not big enough to be no fucking heavyweight. Mike Tyson takes bigger shits than that dude. Oh, no yeah, disrespect. Well, I like him, but nah. But anyway, he wins the title for world heavyweight. And as always, Adonis is played by Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Michael B. Jordan, I like that motherfucker, man. He's, he, he's got, he has earned his bones. He's got the Michael Jordan as far, effect. As far as I'm concerned, uh, yeah, you're right. Michael Jordan. Jesus Christ. Michael B. Jordan, to me, has earned his bones. Yeah. He's, I respect him. I'm always going to respect you know, him. He's know, earned his bones. He's done some good shit. You know what's so good about him? What? That you don't know nothing about his private life. And I like him to keep that shit that way. Well, you're damn right about that. Was he born in California, raised yeah. in New Jersey? He can just hop to whatever accent he fucking needs. And I was always like, how the fuck you end up like that? How you end up in this career, dude? Because he's just a remarkable thespian. He's yeah, good. He's very good. He is good. He deserves all the good things that come to him. He is fucking good. He, he's phenomenal. So yeah, so he gets the heavyweight title. Sylvester Stallone's Rocky Balboa, he's still there. Uh, moving a bit slower because, you know, he's got cancer. He's eating his body from he, the inside out. He's got the I, old age too. Yeah, I honestly thought he was going to be dead for this one. I didn't think they were going to have Rocky Balboa and I would have been like, yeah, that's respectful. Yeah. I, I get it. It's fine. He well, died. And it might be Sylvester Stallone's eagle right there. Yeah. But this movie's passing the torch over. No, the first one did that. Yeah, but it's passing the torch over for the next next generation, which I already kind of foresee it happening already. Well, I thought that should have happened already. I thought the first Creed passed a torch, and I thought the next Creed, Rocky was going to be dead, and this guy is being like Rocky now. Mm, well, yes. I gotta fight! I gotta fight this guy! I'll explain it to you a little bit further along once we get through the movie, and you'll understand what I mean. Alright, alright. I'll take your word for it. So, uh, what happens is, they show, okay, he's moving forward with his life. Uh, the chick named Bianca, who was the singer who was progressively going deaf, was played by Tessa Thompson. She reprises her role. As far as attractiveness and acting, she never really really stood out, but that's fine. You don't have to be a dime piece for what she's doing. She's just, you know, guys love interest. Boom. Bada yeah. bing, bada boom. It's fine. What I am really happy about, though, Claire Huxtable actually got way more speaking lines. Yes, she did. This. I really wanted her to have more speaking lines oh. in the last one, because I was like, that woman can act her ass off. Well, that's Claire Huxtable right there. Yeah, well, yeah, we know her as Claire Huxtable, but she actually has a real name. Wait, that's not her name? No, it's... Uh, Are you shitting Felicia me? Your name right, Claire Rashad. Huxtable? Felicia Rashad? Yeah. What the fuck? Is she Middle Eastern? No, that's just the way her name is spelled. Claire Huxtable is everybody's mother. Bill Cosby's character. Well, I just called him Cosby. No, his name is Dr. Huxtable. Yeah, 
yeah, what's well, his first name? Claire Huxtable is America's mother. Phil Huxtable is America's dad who occasionally rapes. Oh. I mean, come on. <laughs> Deal. It's 2018, people. Come on. Come on. Okay, Claire Huxtable. It's it's Cliff. Cliff. Claire and Cliff. Cliff Huxtable is his name? Yeah. Okay. Cliff, I'm going to rape you, Huxtable. It's all good. It's Claire and Cliff. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad uh, Felicia Rashid playing as Marianne Creed has more lines. She definitely deserves And they were so- very meaningful, by the way. Oh, yeah. Everything she said, she didn't waste any lines. She acted her ass off, dude. And I think the only reason we didn't get some better acting is because she didn't get more lines for what little they gave her, which was three, you know, four times as much as they gave her in the first one. For the amount that they gave her, she fucking acted her ass off, dude. And she did a great fucking job. Now, the original Creed, Apollo Creed, was the former world heavyweight champion. And remind me, did Rocky take his title before he lost his title? He died, but he did beat him. What? No, Rocky Part 1, Rocky did not beat Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed was pissed off because he could knock Rocky out. He beat the shit out of him. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, but he it was came the people's down, champion. Yeah, yeah, it came down to decision. He was like, what the fuck? This fucking scrub? I didn't know... What the fuck's going on? Because usually at the end of part one, he's pissed. He's like, what the fuck? I think part two, Rocky knocked him out. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he took the belt from him part okay, two. Okay, so so then Rocky was the world heavyweight champion when he fought Drago. Is that right? I do believe so. Okay. There's a lot of movies, man. I haven't seen these in a while. <laughs> it's like a fucking... Jeez, man. You gotta have a doctorate for this shit. So Apollo Creed fought an exhibition match between some Russian guy. It was just a little promotion thing just to have him out and fighting or whatever. Because remember, he didn't have to fight. He had money. But he was like, okay, I don't have the belt, so I'm not defending it. I don't have to fight. But this is all I know how to do, man. If I'm not doing this, I'm not living. I have to do this. So he went and he fought Ivan Drago. In Rocky Four, yeah. And Ivan Drago said, I will break you. So they got into the ring and Ivan Drago broke him, literally. Yeah, he fucking killed him in the boxing ring. So I was like, oh, okay. So naturally, Rocky had to go out there and avenge his mentor and idol. And, you know, did Rocky knock him out or win by decision? No. He knocked him out. Okay, and Rocky knocked him out, which is, to me, fucking ridiculous, because Dolph Lundgren outweighed him by, like, 180 fucking pounds, so I, I don't I don't know what to fucking say about that. But anyway, we're going back to the movie again. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm going down memory lane a bit too much. Yeah. Ivan Drago has a son named Victor. You know, he's been training this kid to be a killing machine. And he looks like one, too. And he lo- he's serious shit. The promoter's like, yeah, you know, I don't know about this kid. I don't really give a shit. All I know is his dad killed this guy's dad and I can promote the fuck out of this and make some money. Yeah, so this guy, this fight promoter, Buddy Marcel, yeah. it's like, I don't give a shit about any of this. I'm gonna bring this guy over because it's gonna make me some money. So the guy comes over and he's constantly talking shit. Adonis, you must fight me. It's all fucked up English. And uh, everyone's telling this guy, what the fuck you wanna fight him for? This guy brings nothing to you. He hasn't risen up in the ranks. Yeah. I mean, you can choose to fight him and risk your title, but it's completely unnecessary. The whole thing with Adonis was he felt that even though he had done so much and gotten so far, he really felt like he was mostly getting there by being in the shadow of his father. I mean, that yes. was the crux of the first yeah. one. He wanted to be seen as, as a great man. fighter in his own right. Not, yeah. oh, the son of this great fighter is a great fighter. You know, it must be them jeans. He was like, no, no, that's me. That's me. So when this guy was talking shit, he was like, I can knock out the son of the guy that killed my dad. I'll stand out. I'll be me. So every 
everybody kept telling him, like, you don't need to fucking be doing this. And Rocky Balboa, of course, didn't want him to do this because he was scared shitless. What happened to his dad would happen to him. Yes. There were some great lines. I can't remember Some all fantastic of lines Look, in this movie. you got a wife. She's expecting a kid. You got something to lose. This guy, he ain't got nothing to lose. So he ain't gonna be holding nothing back. And I was like, yeah, it makes sense. He asks Adonis, what are you fighting for? What are you fighting for, Adonis? Do you know? And Adonis didn't know. He didn't know what he was fighting mm-hmm. for. He had no reason, no thought in his mind why he should take the fight. And um, that mental toughness that he needed, he had a distraction that entire time. Because he didn't know what he was fighting for, it wasn't really backing him in the fight. If you don't know what it is you're working for, you're only going to do the minimal amount of work. Yeah. Like, if you bust your ass working 60 hours a week, day in, day out, in a job you hate, what are you doing this for? Oh, my wife and kids. I got to provide. I got to make sure my son don't live this sort of life I'm living. Yeah. That's why you're busting your ass. Yeah. That's what's pushing you. If I asked you that same question and you really can't give me an answer, I give you two months. Oh, shops, And you're either going to get fired or you're going to quit. Yeah. Because you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Doing this. this. Yeah. You got to have some sort of motivation. And he didn't have that going in. And Rocky was like, look, you know, I'm not going to train you for this. I can't train you for this. And the worst part is he really, really needed Rocky Balboa to train him for it. Because the whole thing is anyone can train you to fight. But Rocky Balboa being a person who has fought this. This kind of fighter. The dude's father and the dude's father trained him. So that's an insight. Like, yeah, I can tell you exactly how this guy is going to fight. Because I know how his dad fought and his dad trained. Yeah. He didn't have that, which was a huge detriment. He basically went in there and got fucking demolished. Yeah. That was. I felt bad for him. You felt bad. Jesus. I wanted to, like, get up and walk out. And you know, like, I'll come back when the fight's over. I love the choreography. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's amazing that everybody in the theater cringed when someone got hit really nastily. People were like, going, oh, no, dude, you're going to tell me when he punched him in his side, they didn't do some cheesy sound effect where you hear like bones cracking. But when he punched him in his side and you kind of like saw his face, you knew like, oh, fuck. That guy's, that guy's, that's his fucking ribs. ribs. Everybody in the theater gasped. He's like, oh, fuck. And what I like is even his coach who was there was like, yo, I'm throwing in the towel. No, no, I got it. I'm still going. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. He broke like fucking four of your goddamn ribs. You can barely fucking stand. There's nothing to gain. Yeah. I'm throwing in the fucking towel. He's like, no, keep going. Keep going. He's like, all right. Dwarf London looks at him like, break. <laughs> it's like, and the thing yeah. is, you're cheering. You're kind of like, you want to cheer for Dwarf. You want to cheer for Creed. And it's just like, you get a backstory between both characters. You do. You do. You know what? I want to get into this. I'm going to really get into this. Is it going to put the spoilers up? Put the spoilers up. They do an excellent job. This movie does so much shit right. And I throw that squarely on the shoulders of Sylvester Stallone. And do you know why? Remember when I said the Meg was so good? Yes. Why I said the Meg was so good? Because they follow the formula. Yeah. The formula that's been set up to get moviegoers to say, wow, that's great. It's hitting all the little boxes in my head. Yeah. It's so wonderful. Sylvester Stallone knows what that is. Yeah. Yo, I'm going to check them boxes. Boom, 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 yeah. boom. And Sylvester Stallone checks every fucking box. There is nothing superficial or complicated about this. Yeah. The premise of this movie is simple as shit. The whole premise of this movie is about men suffering for yes. the sake of finding themselves. Yes. That's it. That's it. 
the only way you can truly understand yourself and truly find yourself is through suffering. Yes. For a man. Yes. For a man. Not for a woman. For a man, when you're pushed to the limit, when you're pushed to the point where either you break or you move forward. Oh, yeah. Only when you are pushed to that point do you finally see, like, the skies open up and you yeah. see that vision. You're like, that's my purpose. Yeah. That's what I'm here. You want to know how dedicated I am? Show me that vision. Oh. Let's keep going. Let's Boom. keep going. Boom. I know. That's what it's all about. It's a very simple, simple premise, and that's all this fucking movie is about. Yeah, this was a man's movie. And you know what's funny? Yeah. There hasn't been a movie like this that had no other message than just be a fucking man. Have you not heard that masculinity is toxic? Uh, how is that toxic? Hashtag me too. Shut your goddamn oh, mouth. Oh, shit. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to destroy your job, dude. Oh, no. I'm going to find out who your boss is. <laughs> I'm going to fucking send him some shit on Twitter and I'm going to tell him you're awful because you won't believe me when I say that you're a bad person. Believe all women. I identify. Don't you fucking judge me. <laughs> oh, you're sexist now too? You're fucking, you don't believe I'm a woman. You're a transphobe? We're gonna fucking run you out of town. All because you wanna have a movie that makes you feel good about yourself? You're a man. Fuck you. Oh, man. That's why. Even an expression. You don't have movies like that these days. Yeah, they don't. Everyone's scared. And that explains the dude crying right next to me. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what I do was crying because I had to suck them tears back up. I sucked them up. Too much of a man for that. Yeah. But to understand what I mean is you sympathize with both the good guy and the bad guy because neither of them are bad people. They're both seeking the exact same thing. They're both seeking meaning and validation. One is the product of a society that openly and explicitly scorns you for failing as a man. Whereas the other, the product of a society that doesn't explicitly scorn you, but it's more implicit. Like, they'll look at you a certain way and they'll say certain things. They won't say to you that you're garbage, but you'll get the hint and you'll you'll suffer to personally push yourself. But either way, it's the same thing. It's just from two different sides. Eastern Bloc, Western Bloc. Ivan Drago was a representation of the Communist Party. Yes, in Rocky IV. Right. And beating up the American heavyweight was supposed to be communism triumphing over capitalism. And when Rocky showed up, not only did he beat him, which was bad. Yes. But he beat him so badly that if you watch the movie again, you see the communist guys like, yo, they're cheering for Rocky. They're cheering for the enemy. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. It's like, "You, you fucked up awful. Yeah. You fucked up so bad that our people are cheering for our fucking enemy. That's how incompetent you are. That's how badly you fucked up. You became an outcast at that point. Now, the thing is, because this is the Communist Party, it's not like, okay, you're not going to box with us anymore. It's like, the dude was a fucking super heavyweight. He could have went anywhere and boxed. But the party runs Russia and everything Eastern Bloc, and the Berlin Wall had not fallen. Not at that time. So, basically, he was spit on in the streets. That dude was probably giving blowjobs on the street just to get food oh, to eat. Oh, no, not Ivan. He couldn't... He wouldn't have been able to get a job fucking cutting meat somewhere. I mean, if you run afoul of the Communist Party back in Soviet bloc Russia, your life was over. But, you know, uh, Dwarf Lundgren is a fucking genius. You know, he's got an IQ of 160, so I, I'm sure he would have been fine. I heard that rumor. Is that true? No, that is true. That's true. He's a genius. Yes, he is a genius. He is a chemical engineer. He's got a degree from the Royal Institute of Technology in Stockholm, Sweden. Jesus Christ. He also received a master's degree in chemical engineering from the University of Sydney and 
the next year was awarded the Fulbright Scholarship at MIT. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the guy's a fucking genius, man. And he's running around doing movies for Sylvester Stallone. He's running around because it pays more. <laughs> than being a genius. Yeah. <laughs> being in Bro- a Sylvester Stallone shit. movie. <laughs> Pays more than being a genius. Yeah. Bro. All right. That's fair. I mean, he's only got really said two lines. I will break you. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> Who'd have thought, man? That's my favorite line. If he dies, he dies. You know. I love I, that line. You know, at one point in time, he was the Punisher, right? Was he? Yes. Was he, he was in that original Punisher movie? Yeah, yes. Oh, Jesus. Way too big. That particular Frank Castle would soak up way too many bullets. <laughs> but I digress. So Ivan Drago's really doing this for his son, Victor, because the sins of the father fall upon the child. And he's like, it's not right that what happened to me should befall my son. My son should not be tainted with this. So he put that fuel in his boy's belly. That fuel, like, you need to go out and succeed. There's a scene where, and I'll say right now, one of the few things I don't like about this movie, one too many shout-outs from the original Rocky. And I understand this whole movie's a shout-out. Yes. You got Creed versus Drago. It's The whole thing's a shout-out. It's like, for instance, the manager for Drago was his wife, a woman named Ludmilla Drago. And I'm like, okay, you know, in the 80s, she was there. She had two lines. It is not safe to fight in America. We have had death threats. He must fight us in Russia. And that was like it. She was actually the same woman, actually. Yeah. Later. I- oh, yeah, I can tell. I can tell. She did a pretty good job of keeping herself pretty, you know, even though she's old as shit. Yeah. She did a pretty good job of keeping herself pretty. She's born in Denmark. Go figure. Why the fuck is she here, you know? Why Why the hell is she here? Jesus, she played as Red Sonia in Conan? Get the fuck out of here. I'm <laughs> I sorry. Didn't I didn't Folks, know. Guys, we're going to go on a tangent for just a minute. I can't believe. Oh, my God. Look at that yeah, face. I never put two That's and two her. together. Yeah, it is her. Dude, I jacked off to that, man. Oh, When God. I was a kid? No, no, no shit. When I was a kid, man, I was busting mad nuts. I'm Red Sonia. Nah, this is before know. I was even reading comic books. Oh, my God. Look at that. Fucking Conan the Barbarian and Red Sonia. I feel like watching that shit now. <laughs> Fucking Conan and Red Sonia. I feel like watching that. Damn, I'm blown away. Okay, sorry, guys. We now return to our regularly scheduled program. But they brought her back. I'm like, what the fuck did they bring her back? It's lots of shit like that where they're bringing back people who don't need to be back. Very touching scene. Yeah, I will do. say, when she did come back and the mother looks at the son, she's like, very good, Victor. You have made many successes. We are happy for you. And Victor, like, gets up and storms out. And Ivan goes at them. What are you doing? And Victor's like, man, fuck these assholes. <laughs> fuck them. Okay? They walked out on you. They called you shit. That woman over there is my fucking mother. She walked out on fucking both of us. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. damn. Yeah, I, I liked seeing that humanity. He's yeah. like, "Fuck that!" Broad. That actor did. She such walked a, out on this. That actor did such a great job showing pain on his face, even though he's only been in like two movies, this mm-hmm. one and a short film. So he's a huge, scary dude, but he can show pain. Yeah, he was like scared. He's like, and there oh, was man. there was pain because he didn't like the idea that his success had these undeserving people thinking that he was seeking success for them. He was only doing it for his. Father father yeah to show not even to win his father's approval because technically he knew he already had that even though his father was pushing him hard as fuck it was sort of like 
I am going to bring you back where you belong, Father. Yeah. I will bring you back where you belong. You have sacrificed for me. You've allowed people to spit on you for me. I will put you on the pedestal that you belong on. You're a great man. And I was I'm just like looking at it like I like that, man. This is these are two men. Yeah, they're two men. These are two men. You know, when you're a kid, you think, oh my dad's a big fucking idiot and whatever. Yeah. Once you're old enough to understand and you listen to what he used to have to go to and what he used to be and what he does now, and that he wants you to be better than what he is. When you get past a certain age, all you want to do is provide for your dad so that your dad can sit there and say, Fuck, I did a good fucking job. Yeah, you want right. your dad to feel that. Yeah. You're like, you've earned that. You deserve that. Yeah. Thank you. No kid will ever respect his father. That's expected. Yeah. I completely... You got like a 16, 17-year-old kid. They ain't gonna know he's that. Gonna, he's gonna try to fucking fight you. Yeah. He's gonna try to establish dominance. When he gets to like his mid-20s... Mid-20s, early 30s is... He's I gonna be like, I, I gotta show him thanks. Because that's when he gets into the mental mindset that I have to provide now for my own. Yeah. I need to show thanks to the guy who provided for me because he didn't fuck it up. Because I got to the point where I can provide. Yeah. And that's all he has to do. Yeah. That's his only job. Get me to the point where I can provide. Yeah. And he did it. I need to do something to let him know that he did a good fucking job. I got to sacrifice for him. I got to do it. I got to push myself for him. Just the same thing you would say for your kid. So he does that. And a lot of women in the theater were like, oh, okay, yeah. he's... His dad's a meanie, blah, blah, blah. And, like, all the guys are like, you can kind of sense it. Like, no, his dad's not being an asshole. His, his dad's pushing his kid past the limit because yeah. he is a result of what happens when you fail. And just like his son told him, these people spit on you. They disrespected you. And he's like, I fucking lost. That's why. I will not let you lose. I will not let you go through what I went through. That's why I'm pushing you. Yeah. That's why I'm breaking you. I will not let you live this life. And it's like, that's love right there. That's, love. that's how men love each other. Yeah. I'm going to beat your ass. Why? So you don't take this worse ass that's whooping right. down the line. Yeah. So life it's, doesn't beat your ass like beautiful. this. I mean, there is... It there was, is, I had some tears coming up on more than one occasion. You have two characters, one that has a father and one that doesn't. Mm-hmm. But the one that doesn't looks at Rocky like his father because he didn't have one. More importantly, the one that doesn't have a father because he didn't have a father, he can't live up to an actual man. He can only live up to an idea. Yeah. And this idea is boosted past all rational proportion by the people who remember him. Yeah. That's a problem. Also, the fact that he didn't have an actual father, he has no real direction. And they show he, and in he this has movie. no real identity. They yeah. show and in this movie where he has his daughter and his daughter's... She can't hear. She can't hear. She's, she's got, deaf. She's, she's deaf. born deaf. Both he and his wife yes. are feeling like shit. Yeah. Because, oh, her life is going to be so tough. Off, she won't be able to hear this and that, whatever. He asked, he's like, uh, so she can't hear. You still love her? And he's like, how the fuck you want to ask me that question? Then it shouldn't matter. Because while you're sitting out here feeling sorry for her, she ain't feeling sorry for herself. And she's a fucking baby. Yeah. So why are you going to sit here and feel sorry for her? You love her and you help her do whatever she wants. Yeah. You help her make whatever she wants to make of herself. Instead of sitting here acting like her life is fucking over. Yeah. She don't believe that. No. So why do you believe that? That's right. Because he didn't want to look past the point of the worst possible scenario. Right. He never That's what wanted they said, to look What's back. the worst possible scenario? Her and being all deaf. they kept focusing on was the worst possible scenario. Okay, she's deaf. So what? Yeah. He's like, yeah. you got to think of the worst possible scenario. 
It was touching. I mean, the whole movie. This is where a lot of guys were like dead quiet. I mean, there was like women in there only no, no. because they wanted to see Michael B. Jordan without a shirt. You want to talk about guys being dead quiet? Let's go to the most touching part of this movie. All right, all right. And this is, God damn it, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. The most touching part of this movie is when he's fighting Victor Drago. <laughs> and Victor Drago wins by giving him an illegal punch to the, uh, was it the back of the head or side of the head? Yeah, just a punch while his knee's down. So Yeah, his knee was down. He punched him in the side of the head. Illegal hit. Okay, fight's over. Creed wins by decision because it's a legal hit. But this fucked him up. Something fierce. Like, it fucked up his insides. His whole fucking body was a mess. They're basically telling his wife, like, yeah, you know, he, he's gonna be all fucked up, yeah. this and that, and whatever. You, just from his acting, you can see he was in excruciating fucking pain. He was having battles with himself. Like, you could see it. No, I mean, like, there's a scene where he wakes up at, like, 2 a.m. Oh, and he's pissing blood. Because his inside yeah. hurts. He goes to the bathroom at 2 a.m. in the morning, and he's pissing. He's pissing blood. Yeah, it's he's nasty. <clears throat> Please go to the hospital if you guys piss him like And he's just like, and he's holding the pain in, but he's grunting so loud that his wife wakes up. Yeah. He's not yelling. He's just grunting. His pregnant wife wakes up and looks in the bathroom, just peeks over and sees him like pissing and like he's clenching up his face and like a fucking tear is coming out because it hurts so much. Yeah. But he won't admit that it hurts. He refuses to admit that it hurts or ask his wife for help. He's trying to open up the pill bottles, but his hands are kind of fucked up. So when he tries to open it, pills go everywhere. They're falling in the sink instead of saying, hey, baby, could you please give me one of my pills? No, no, I'm not going to have her see this pain. She don't need to be bothered with that. Yeah, I'm going to take that on myself. Every guy in there, just quiet, just stone face. If I were in a room with a guy going through what Adonis was going through and trying to open the pill bottles, I would not have offered to open it for him. No. I'd wait. Uh, yeah, no. You wait until he asks you. Yep. No matter how much trouble he's having, you just sit there. You don't look at him. I look to the side while he's trying to open his pills. Oh, shit. There's something on my phone. There's something <laughs> on my phone. You don't fucking look at him. You let him do that. If he wants your fucking help, he'll, he'll ask. ask. Yeah, he'll ask. Because that's how men work. Yeah. And everyone in the theater got it. And I love America's mother, Claire yes. Huxtable. Yes, yes. To explain to the wife what was going on. She was like, look, I want to help him, but he keeps pushing me off. I'm trying to help him, but he doesn't want me to do this. Say, look, look. Look, 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 let me tell you something. I've been through this multiple times with my husband. You need to love him and be there for him. Other than that, you leave him alone because this is something he has to go through himself. You cannot help him with this. This is something he has to, has to. That's the important thing, Ray. Yeah. He has to go through this alone because he's fighting his demons. Yeah. You don't help somebody fight their demons. They can only fight their demons by having the strength within them to push those demons off. I should be a, a pastor. <laughs> you can't fight them demons. Only Jesus is in you to push them demons off. Nah, yeah, I should be a, I should be a, a priest, but I just take everybody's money. Oh, but my no. brother testified. Exactly. I would say, oh, my brother testified driving down 95 with a sack. <laughs> A sack full of donations is taking off. I'm going to New Orleans, New Orleans. But no, uh, she was like, no, look, you can't help him with this. He has to, has to go through this on his own. And it sucks. It does. It does suck. But that's being a man. That's a man's he, journey. He cannot have you help him with this. He has to get to that prefaces where he will break or he will break through. And when you look at that as a message, it's nothing bad what women do. This is what a lot of men struggle. They have to fight their own problems. And sometimes they regress when they 
get help from other people that mm-hmm. aren't really supposed to be there for that help. Yeah, exactly. You hit the nail on the head. Men will regress. If they get help from someone else, yeah. you're depending on that person for help. You haven't fixed yourself. Yeah. You know, so the next time something goes wrong, if that person's not there, you're going to fall right back into that hole. You Probably have, deeper, too. Yeah. You have to evolve yourself and move yourself forward. You have to want to fucking do it. There was a time when pointing out masculinity and the trials of men and overcoming those trials was a good thing. Yeah. You know, that was a standard movie trope. Fucking Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, fucking every classic movie you can think of. That is a trope. A man must push himself to the limits and push himself to this one thing that he cannot overcome. And he has to overcome it by himself. He has to push through and move forward. It's the formula. It, It is the formula. It's And Sylvester Stallone understands. Yes, the fucking formula. So, uh, Sly, what are you going to make for your next movie? Well, I'm just going to use the formula. Ah, uh, yeah, but you're going to have, like, a female heroine in there, and the female is going to be, like, knocking people out. She's going to throw uh, Drago through a wall. Hey, what the fuck are you talking about? This this is about a man overcoming adversity and pushing himself in a way that only men can to achieve his next level. It's, it's the formula. Uh, Sly, that's not going to work. Fuck you. Men were crying like fucking babies They were in that fucking theater. crying. Grown ass men, yes. Grown men with fucking tats. I was like, what the fuck's going on? I, I like the dude Scary next to me looking was dudes. crying. Yeah. I couldn't fucking believe it. And these guys are in their 20s. It hasn't been a movie like this in a while. I mean, you had the last Creed, but the message was different than the last Creed. This message was about being a man. What it means to be a man. Yes. You have adversity. You push your way up in the world. You get a child. And once you get that child, everything changes. The moment she said she was pregnant. Yeah. I believe the fact that she said she was pregnant yeah. had something to do with him losing that fight. Yeah. She was contemplating, and you could see it in her face, that she just got a music deal, and she was like, mm-hmm. damn, what if she does now, now that she's pregnant? And he's like, well, I'm not ready now. And he says, we better start getting ready. There you go. And there you like, go. I love it. that. That's some slice along. Well, yeah. I'm not ready to have a kid right now. We're too fucking bad. You got that kid. kid. Whatever happened to the idea of, well, I'm not ready to have a kid. Well, you just had one, man. Up. A lot of things happen. You're not ready for it. Man, to fuck up. And what did Adonis Creed say? Well, we better get ready. But, and and so, I, I like that. I really fucking like that. There's so many storylines going around. There's also that storyline of uh, Sylvester Stallone not being able to communicate with his own son. And yeah, because he didn't know what to say. He didn't know what to say. Couldn't convey the words that he was feeling. You know. And here is where the next generation of Rocky movies will go. Creed is going to have a couple more sequels, and then of course, and then it's going to go back to Rocky. Rocky's going to be dead by then. No, 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 no. It's going to be Creed training Rocky's grandson, Logan. Ah, you know what? Okay. Because his son doesn't like Yeah, his son said that in Rocky Balboa. Yeah. His son pointed out, I don't like that shit. Yeah. I'm not going to have anything to do with that. So his son is going to be very much like Rocky because he looks exactly like Adrian. You look like your grandmother. So it's going to be Michael B. Jordan 10 years from now, you know. There's going to be so much Rocky pictures. Kind of like what's going on with Carl Weathers. He's like, so much of the movie, he's not getting his check. He shouldn't be getting his check, man. Hmm, Carl Weathers is all over this fucking movie. Yeah, he is. Feel bad. I will say one thing, though. What brought it all home? Remember, stick to the formula. It reminded me why I love every Rocky movie so much. That last fight between Adonis and Victor Drago was fucking phenomenal. It was. That was fucking... I believed it. Victor is so big. 
big. Yeah, he's so big. You're like, no, there's no way Adonis is going to beat him. But they showed it's like, no, I'm, I'm faster. And he wasn't striking the parts of the body that had the muscle. Yeah. Everywhere he was hitting him was either the face or just underneath the side of yeah. the rib cage. And he was fucking wrecking that dude. But what he was destroying was his heart. You know, yeah. Creed had more and he heart. broke him down. The fight was over. Once Creed started losing a bit and like his mother and her new husband was in the audience. Yeah. And when he turned and saw that weren't there, that fucking broke him. Yeah. As much as he was like, yeah, fuck them. I'm not doing it for them. He saw them leave and he was like, why the that fuck am it. I even doing this? It was beautiful. And the thing is, at the very end of the day, all those Russians or whatever Eastern Bloc country it was, I can't even remember. It couldn't be Russia so- from this day and age because they wouldn't care. I don't yeah. I don't get they're what just, this. They're just chanting. Russians got Creed. MMA. Fuck boxing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're all over MMA. Damn, all they need to do is make a really good Rocky-esque kind of movie. It's MMA Rocky movie? I would watch a fucking shit out of that. <laughs> now, you know, the best part is, guys, at the end of the movie, you're like, oh, yeah, so Adonis is going to knock him out. Adonis is going to knock him out. He didn't knock him out because Rocky told Adonis, like, one of the main reasons I don't want you fighting this guy is because I'm responsible for your dad dying. I was on his team. I was in his corner. When that guy was tearing into him, I could have threw in the towel, and I didn't because I felt he wouldn't want someone throwing in the towel. He'd rather be knocked out than have someone throw in the towel. Even though I saw this was going so bad, I should have thrown in the towel. Yeah. I didn't throw in the towel, and your dad died in my fucking hands. I fucking killed him. I should have thrown in the towel. And when fucking Victor is being destroyed by Creed, his dad was like, I must push you, push you. You will destroy him. You will keep fighting. His dad threw in the towel. Yeah. He was like, yeah, my I know my son. My son's not going to stop. He's not going to stop, and then he dies. And I love my boy. I, yeah. I'm only doing this to push him. Yeah. I don't hate him. Because most of these movies, they make it seem like the father is such a bad guy. The father is evil. The father is shit. He's like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm pushing my boy like this because I love him. I'm yeah. not going to fucking sit there and watch him die. Yeah. If I see that, yeah, he's going to fucking die. I'm throwing a towel. And that's what he does. And even the son is like, what the fuck happened? And he looks at his father and it's like, yeah, my mom saw me losing and she left to not be associated with my shame. My dad saw me dying and he allowed me to have shame so that I can live because I would not allow myself. Yeah. I can blame him for that shame and he will carry it. He will take that blame. Yeah. Because he's, he's my dad. It. No, not just because he's been doing it. He's my dad. He will take that blame. He will let me be angry at him and say, oh, it's his fucking fault. I would have won if not for him. You know what? That's fine. I will let him throw that blame at me because I would not watch my son die. It's beautiful, man. That's love. That's a father's love for his son because if the roles were reversed, yeah. that father would fight until he died. And he's looking at his boy and he's like, that's my son. He's going to fight until he dies. So what am I going to do? I'm going to step in. He may not care about his life. He cares more about my life. He cares more about his kid's life. He cares more about his wife's life than he does about his own mm-hmm. life. That's a man. But I care more about his life than he cares about his life. life. I'm throwing that towel yeah. in there. And, he and says, it's like, this fucking beautiful. That, that's a man. It's a fucking man. And he tells his son, it's okay. It's That's okay. I said, it's okay. It's all right. I'm not going to be angry at you because you lost. I'm not going to be angry at you. You got the passion. It's all right. And it's beautiful it's because right. the way Creed has this expression as, did you know you just won? And he's kind of like dumbfounded, like, I, I'm my own man. 
I am my own man. Like, he's not, like, triumphing like his arms are in the air or anything. He's just, like, he can't believe he can, now can be distinguished as his independent person. He, he's out of the shadows of his dad. You know what I think would have been awesome? If, let's say, the Creed is beating living shit out of Drago, right? Yeah. And he's just, like, wailing on him and it looks like he's gonna die. And then all of a sudden the towel goes in the ring. They stop it and they're like, what the fuck? And Rocky Balboa threw in the towel. He's like, what the fuck you doing? He's like, you gonna kill him. What? Man, fuck that. You know, he get a fucking tapped out. All he had to do was hit the ground. Would your father have hit the ground? Would you have hit the ground? You want to kill someone just like your father was killed? You weren't gonna stop. That ain't your fault. That destroys fighters that you're actually in the heat of, that Yeah, you're in the heat of battle. That wasn't your fault. But look at what he became and what he made into his son. Do you want to become that and turn that into your daughter? And he's like, no. Is it worth losing the match? Yes. Yeah, it's worth losing the match. That, that's an and interesting And I would have had Victor be like, yo, I was losing and this dude threw in the towel. And then Ivan would come in and be like, uh, we don't accept the title. We, we forfeit. I would have had Ivan say it, not Victor. Yeah, we forfeit. And I'd have him going to Rocky like, thank you for, for not killing my boy. And then the fucked up thing is Victor. That would be I would have had Victor and Adonis be like, they just like look at each other and maybe tap gloves. Because remember, when it started, Adonis didn't respect this dude at all. Yeah, he didn't want to do it. But then no, after that, it's like, yeah, go ahead and train. We'll have to rematch. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. So Adonis gets to keep his belt because they refuse the title, but it's like no animosity. Just go ahead and train. And again, that's men. I can hate you so much. I can meet you one day and you say some shit to piss me so much. We beat each other damn near to death. And then afterwards, yo, let me get you a beer. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> go get you. That's men. Yeah, that's men. That's men. You know, it's you funny. Get it out. Get you know, out it's funny. System. When we walked out of the theater, I was actually pretty vocal saying, hey, look, this is a man's movie. And yes, it is. There was a guy next to me uh-huh. with his wife was straggling along. Uh-huh. And we were going out. I said, yo, man, they don't make movies like this, man. You know, there's a dude that was crying in the theater. And the guy was like, he could see. You could kind of tell he was also crying, too. Yeah. And what'd you say? You had said something no, that caught the he, wife's... That caught the wife by surprise. And the yeah. wife laughed because she thought it was a joke. And the guy didn't laugh. Yeah. The guy legit looked at me and was like, yeah. Well, what'd <laughs> yeah. you say? What'd you want to say? I said, this shows what it means to be a man because... When Claire Huxtable went to uh, this dude's wife, she was like, what can I do to help him? She was like, nothing. You have to let him work this out. And I said, as a man, we understand that. We don't want our wives coming over comforting us. What we do, we look stoic. We look hard. We look brave. Then we go somewhere where nobody can see. We cry a little bit. And then we come back. I'm going to go somewhere. Okay. I'm going to cry. Don't be blowing up my phone. I'm going to cry. I don't want you blowing up my phone. I'm going to go cry. And I'm going to come back. And like, yeah, it's all right. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. And the wife said... Oh, that's that's how it is, huh? That's how it is. And she started laughing because she thought I was being funny. And the guy kind of looked at me. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you go off somewhere. You don't show the weakness to the people you're supposed to protect. You don't yeah. show weakness to the people you're supposed to provide for. The people you're supposed to push up. You don't show them weakness. You go be alone and you show yourself weakness. You know, you can go in the room, look in the mirror, cry, punch the mirror, be angry, whatever. You don't show that shit to them. Yeah, yeah, don't show that shit to them. And then you come out and you fight. It's funny because they're like. Everybody in the fucking bathroom was talking about this movie. It's like dudes with their dicks out. And they're talking about, hey, man, that fucking Creed movie. <laughs> this is pretty damn good. Yeah, man, what's going on? And fucking, no one would be quiet in the fucking bathroom, man. It's kind of weird. Everybody in the bathroom. Was, <laughs> we acted like women up in that bathroom. 
You know women go to the bathroom to talk instead of talking outside? Dude, men's bathrooms are fucking space. quiet. Yeah, I don't want you fucking talking to me. I'm going to go. I'm going to take my piss. You bet not make fucking eye contact with me, boy. Don't you make eye contact when I'm pissing. Everybody's like, yo, man, that Rocky movie's dope, man. Yeah, man. Every man in so there I understand was like, his yo, pain. that Creed was, they're like, it touched my soul, man. And, you know, my wife took my kids from <laughs> it, man. <laughs> Creed movie was, yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's, let's, let's rate re- this let's rate this. Oh, I feel bad saying this. But I'm going to say it. I'm going to give it a very, very, very high full price. I was very tempted to say I want this inside of me, but something that sticks to the formula. I know at the Meg, I said I wanted it inside of me, yeah. but this sticks to the formula. It doesn't push things to 11. It gets a right to 10. Yeah, it hits right Not 10. to 11. Right to 10. Very enthusiastic full price for fuck's sake. Get up out your seat. Go to the theater. Yeah. Go now. Stop. Yeah. Turn off the podcast. Don't worry about Ray's review. Just turn it off. Go to the theater right now. Full price. God damn, man. I wanted to fucking say something. Well, you know what? That's what happens. I'm going to give this movie a high full price. High full price. High full price. Go take your young men. Yeah. Leave the wife and the little girls at home. Yeah. They need to go see this because they need to see a man sacrifice what a man is supposed to do. Even though it's sports, but sports reveal a lot what men need to do. Sports were made for fucking men. Like the discus was showing how to lob boulders at animals. Yes. Uh, The javelin was showing how to pierce animals to feed. And the fucking Greco Roman wrestling was showing how to subdue and rape another man. Oh, uh, sports was made. <laughs> for men. It was made for men. I mean, I can show you some of that Greco shit. You got some grease? No, 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 no. Let me lube you up real quick. Oh, man. Alright, guys. Don't forget to visit us on our website at g2ta.net and godtalkaboutit.com and don't forget to subscribe on our YouTube page. Also, visit us on our Patreon page at patreon slash g2ta. Just send us some comments, man. Guys. I'm feeling lonely up here. Jesus, man. like you guys don't care about me. Yeah, uh, finally. People got quiet. It's time to fucking eat. Yeah. All right, let me get some of that turkey. I went through like four beers. I got to piss a whale. Oh, wait, you get the music come on yet? You still recording this shit? Yeah, it's com- It's coming. It's coming. That's what she said. Oh! No, wait, that joke makes no sense. I fucked it up. <laughs>